This week's episode of Classroom Brew is brought to you by you. Well, it could be. Coming up pretty soon, you're going to see a few video clips from episodes of Classroom Brew. In order to make this possible every single week or whenever you guys want them, we're going to need a little bit of a technology upgrade. So if you would like to be a sponsor for Classroom Brew or a patron, head on over to patreon.com slash classroombrew. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash classroombrew. Welcome to the Classroom Brew Podcast. Think about comedians in cars getting coffee, but the teacher version with beer. Previously on Classroom Brew. I just was burned out. I wasn't putting in the effort that, you know, that I, I, I could have done. I just, honestly, I think my teach, my, I think my kids deserved more than what I was giving them. So, momentarily, you will hear the continuation of my conversation with Brian from episode 48 as we continue with episode 49. It takes a really big person to probably take a step back. But what was that process like when you realized that, you know what, maybe they deserve better than what I'm able to give them in this moment? Well, see, I didn't want to be that, you know, we were talking about like a bad teacher. I don't, I'm not a bad teacher. I'm a great teacher, but I think sometimes teachers could find it easy to just kind of cruise. Right. And I wasn't cruising along in kindergarten, but like I had lost the patience for them. And so I found myself like, dude, I almost, I, I almost got to the point where I thought I was going to quit teaching. Oh. I thought, yeah, dude, I thought I was done with it and, and these kids deserved more. So yeah, it took, it was, there was a lot of like just long nights of just staying up late, talking to my girl, trying to figure out what am I going to do? Like, I hate this. I'm hating teaching. I'm hating going to school. I love the kids, but I, I don't have the patience for it anymore. I mean, I don't know. I just can't do it anymore. Right. Yeah. That's surprising. Cause the times that we've talked about education, like you have so many great ideas. You're you're bringing in different techniques to the classroom. So I I couldn't even like had I known because I don't think that we ever talked about that in the er- interim where you were saying you know what I'm thinking about leaving or or switching or anything like that. But I I wouldn't have even noticed as someone on the outside. Yeah, dude. So I thought I I thought I was over it, and then it's 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 like as soon as I consciously thought to myself like. I don't have to quit teaching. It gets better maybe somewhere else. Maybe I just need to work with some other students. It's like it's weird. Like overnight, my it's like the clouds just went away. It was like all of a sudden <laughs> I love teaching again. I was optimistic and it was easy to just get through the remainder of the year. And like all of a sudden I loved kindergarten, but I loved it in like an appreciation for the teachers that can do kindergarten are so talented. I'm just not one of them. And that's okay. You know, you can't be good at everything. And I just, and I had come to that conclusion that I'm not a kinder teacher. Maybe I was for two years. I'm not now. <laughs> well, I think kinder teachers are amazing. You're being, Go ahead. being pretty hard on yourself though. I mean, you still were in that position. You still were doing the very best that you could do. And I know that that's your motivation to make your podcast, but I don't want you to feel like you're discrediting what you have done with those kids in two years at the kindergarten level, because I'm sure it made a huge impact, especially because that's such a important year for not just a student's development, but a child, a person. I hope that you don't look back on it saying, you know what, I'm not that great. And that's why I moved. I hope it's more of a, 
I need some way to refresh uh, to be able to keep myself engaged in this profession. Now, that's ex- that, that is exactly what it was. I'm not trying to discredit what I did. I mean, the, 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 the interesting thing about it now is now that I'm teaching kindergarten, I, I already have my role of my attendance sheet of who I'm going to have. Eight of my students were in my kindergarten class and I've already messaged them and, you know, told the parents, Hey, guess who's back together again? The parents are all excited. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. That's gotta be yeah, a great sure. feeling. It's like so reuniting. I, it's a great feeling. Yes. Yes. It's amazing. So, you know, you just gotta, I guess you just gotta find the light in darkness sometimes. I know that sounds kind of cliche, but that's how it was. And, yeah. you know, you, there's just always, there's always a turn of, of outlook on things. And as soon as I figured out that turn of outlooks for me, it just, everything went better. You know, I'm like so excited about second grade now and is, you know, it's good. You know, things right. get better all the time. Right. I feel like that kind of also related to that very Zen like mentality you have now with your podcast too. Was it somewhere along the same lines when you're like, you know what? I'm not worried about social media. I'm not worried about the numbers. I'm not even worried about posting every single week. I want to take some time. Did that kind of decision come around the same time as your decision to switch from kindergarten to second grade? Yeah. It all just kind of came together and I don't know, life just, (laughs) life just all of a sudden became a lot more easy when when I had made that decision to to go to second grade, and all of a sudden I didn't care. I don't want to say I didn't care. Yeah. Uh, things that I thought were a major thing in my life necessarily weren't. You know, like all of a sudden the numbers for my podcast didn't matter. Going to school didn't matter. I was like, all of a sudden I was excited about it. You know, I found myself, you know, listening to music again on my on the way to school. Which it, that mm-hmm. sounds kind of silly, but. Man, I wasn't listening to music for a while. I was just like driving in silence thinking about grumble, grumble. What am I going to do? How fast can I get through this day? That's just, that's never a good situation. And again, the kids didn't deserve that. You know, they, they deserve someone that wants to, 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 to be there and is happy and. Yeah. And I was happy to always see them. I was always happy to see them. I just wasn't happy to like walk into a kindergarten classroom. You know, if I could see those kids outside on the playground, I would have played with them all day. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, that's good. I'm, I'm glad that the, the transition seemed like it was a little tricky at first, but I'm glad that you, you got to that light at the end of the tunnel and now you're excited about moving into next school year. That That's just, I'm glad. I'm relieved. Yeah, I appreciate that, man. Yeah. I'm really excited about it. See, that's the thing about like having years of teaching under your belt is you kind of just you just kind of learn that like every year is going to be different and every year's, uh, you know, could be better. Some are going to be hard. Some are going to be easy. And I just, you know, I'm stoked for you being, this is going to be your second year. <laughs> Things are, you're, you're going to love it, man. Everybody says it. Everybody says the second year is so much easier because the things that you tried, the things that you like figured out, like work, you get to do it again. The things that didn't work, it's all fresh and you go, okay, I already know that doesn't work. So I'm not going to do that. Right. I mean, how are you feeling? Are you pretty optimistic about this upcoming school year? Oh yeah. I'm, I'm so excited for the exact reasons that, that you're talking about. Like if there was something that like I had three units of us history and if there was something that didn't quite work during an earlier class period and it's like, Oh, I wish I could fix it to make it better for the next class periods. There's only so much you can do when you've got five minutes as a passing period to tweak something. So I'm just, I'm looking forward to, you know, really honing that craft. A little nervous too, at the same time, because I'm not teaching the same five classes. I still have U.S. history, but I'm also taking on AP, which is a great opportunity. Uh, It made me feel good when my principal asked like, hey, how do you feel about taking on an AP? 
so that'll be fun for me because I have that steady anchor of what I did last year and what I can work toward mastery on in terms of teaching that content. Uh, but I can also keep it fresh, kind of like how you were like, uh, you know what, I need to move to second grade to keep things fresh that I'm still developing. I can kind of do that too with taking on AP, especially for our school, which like we were talking about earlier, has a lot of you know reading and academic struggles and hurdles that they have to get through. So yeah, it's 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 good and bad. Yeah, for sure. I mean, you're you're just nervous for new curriculum, so to speak. But like, you're you're gonna like it. You're just you're gonna be stoked on this second year because the 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 craft of teaching. You're you're going two years into it, and it's so much easier the second year. I can't even tell <laughs> That's you. That's good. Like I That's still remember. I still remember my second year and thinking to myself, like you, you you're teaching the first year and you're like, okay, I, I got this, I got this, I got this, and then you like start. You're like about a month into your second year and you're like. Oh my God, I knew nothing last year. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, that's that's probably going to happen. And that'll be, I'm sure, a very, I'm not, that'll probably be a positive episode, but also like uh, the world has like blown up episode or something like that. But I'm sure, I'm sure I'll get to that point at uh, at some point in the year. Yeah, I, I you know, as a, as a fan and listener of your show, I, I definitely hope that you address that topic of it being your second year because you know, just as a teacher that it's interesting to hear teachers talk about that. And I know that, you know, I'm sure there's got to be a lot of other listeners just like me that would love to hear like the difference between your first year and second year. Sure. Yeah, no, I appreciate that. Definitely. Definitely something that I'm going to go into. Uh, and hopefully it's not in a frustrated sense. It's in that enlightened sense, like you were talking about. No, no, you'll love it, man. You're going to be stoked. Sweet. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. So Brian, where can listeners uh, check out the Lazy Teacher podcast or where can they engage with you if they want to reach out? Yeah, man, that's a great question. So the best place to uh, get a hold of me would be on uh, social media. I'm super active on social media. If you go into um, any of just the major ones, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and uh, just throw in a search for the Lazy Teacher Podcast. I'll be the first one that pops up, and you can uh, you can definitely hit me up there. Uh, you can also give me a call. Uh, if you call me, uh, you can call, leave a voicemail. A lot of listeners have done that. It's uh, 619-TEACH-51. And uh, what's kind of cool about that is, um, you know, I can give a chance and I could throw it into a show if you want to leave a comment. So that's uh, 619-TEACH-51. Yeah. How about you, Ryan? How could uh, how could fans get a hold of your show? Man, I'm jealous. I don't have a voicemail, but uh, if you want to reach out, <laughs> if you want to reach out to Classroom Brew, uh, we're available anywhere you can listen to your favorite podcasts. But we love when our listeners engage with us. So Instagram and Twitter is at Classroom Brew, no spaces. Classroom Brew at gmail.com if you want to send us an email, and then Facebook.com slash Classroom Brew. All great places to get a hold of us. I'm usually pretty good about getting back to people, uh, but that's always a good feeling when people when people actually engage with me on the show. Yeah, feedback it, feedback is awesome. And I definitely encourage my listeners to check out Classroom Brew. It's, it's absolutely one of my favorite podcasts that I listen to. And that's like legitimate. I, like, I really like your show. <laughs> Thanks, man. You too. But your show is one of the reasons why I switched my format to be a little more concise to kind of cut the fat out, which has just been awesome. It's made it more enjoyable for me to make it. And I'm sure for listeners out there, it's made it way more enjoyable to listen to. Yeah, I can definitely tell a difference that you cut it down. And, you know, at least for me, I, I like it. I like it a lot that you cut it down a little bit. Yeah, yeah, it's been good. Kind of reinforce my idea of going, okay, yeah, I'm definitely not going longer because now I see the difference and I'm like, okay, yeah, I got to keep them short. Right. Yeah. All right. Well, Brian, thank you so much. Uh, it's always good to talk to you. Always good collaborating with you, uh, whether it's texting or calling or now another episode. But for this episode, 
Would you like to do the honors? I would love to do the honors. So for all the Classroom Brew fans, listeners, class dismissed.